Welcome to Being Eleven. My name's Amanda Marsh and I'm inviting you to take a journey with everyday people as they recall their pre-teen years, sharing the good, the bad and the cringeworthy. Flo, welcome to Being Eleven. It's a pleasure to meet you and to sit in your lounge room and, and listen to your stories of your childhood and welcome to the show. Thank you. Can you tell me what year you turned 11? Uh, 1942. You grew up in this area, right? Yes, I grew up on, on a property at Oceancadena. And what does it look like out there? For any listener who's from some completely different part of the world, can you draw us a picture of, of well, this place? we live beside Lake Carpelac because mm-hmm. we had lots of swimming in the lake when it wasn't dry. We had a lot of water most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a, a, quite a large orchard and pine plantations. It was really a lovely spot. It, you were just of yourselves and your neighbours. We didn't worry too much about what went on in, in Hope. Okay. Ugarog. We just really lived a bushy's life. Hmm. So you were quite self-sufficient? Yes. Mm. We went through hard times. You know, there was the Depression and then the war. Mm. And we were on rations. And we, I was the eldest of six. Mm-hmm. So we were quite a large family, not huge, but large enough. Yeah. Uh, but we did pretty well. Mm. Yeah. And what was the orchard? What were you growing? Oh, we had a mixed orchard. Yeah. Uh, apples and peaches and pears. Yeah. Just an ordinary family yeah. orchard, but it was quite big. Yeah. We always had plenty of fruit. And animals? Animals, yes. We had. We Sheep was our main industry. Mm-hmm. Dad had a. Merinos, of course, we had horses and cows and milk cows and lots of pet lambs. So you, you mentioned the Depression. You would have been very young. I didn't really know much. Yeah. But did it, did it impact you very much? I mean, was it as on a farm, I imagine that's probably, if you're going to be somewhere during that time, that's probably one of the better places to be. Well, I feel we didn't really miss out on much mm. because we didn't have much. Well, also, and you could feed yourselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I can remember when we went shopping, which was, um, we went to Garoak to shop, and my grandpa had the grocery store, and uh, the delight of the shopping was the broken biscuits. <laughs> we had, we bought them, broken biscuits, and We'd have a lot of fun sorting out the pieces of biscuits we liked. And we never looked for anything mm. because we never had it. Yeah. Mm. So how did you get about? Well, we always had a car in my memory. A lot of people used to have um, a horse and buggy mm-hmm. or a horse and cart or rode a horse. A lot of people did that, but... Um, people must have thought you were pretty wealthy if you well, had a car. I think probably they did. Mm. Money wasn't really an issue mm. because um, 
we didn't seem to spend mm. money yeah. like people do today. And I made all the children's clothes, and, like brothers and sisters, and I used to knit a lot. Who taught you? I think Grandma Bull taught me to knit. She lived with us for quite a while when we were children. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your your brothers and sisters. You were the eldest, so you had to look after them a lot. (laughs) You made their clothes. I made, yes, and I used to knit their jumpers and things. That's quite a big responsibility for someone so young. Yes, I suppose it was. I always remember my, I had, there was myself, and then I had two brothers, Howard and John, and then I had um, a sister, Kathleen, and then uh, Mum had twins, Dorothy and Charles. Well, I was 10 when the twins were born, and uh, I can remember coming home from school, there'd be a basket full of napkins to be hung on the line, and the line would be a mile long, I always thought, and I can remember feeding the twins with farrax. What's yeah, that? What's that? that? I thought you'd say that. Never heard of it. Uh, it's like a, it looks a bit like bran, and it's baby food. Yeah. And you mix it up with milk. They used to sit on the floor, and I would feed them, you, you, <laughs> and, <laughs> until they'd had enough bathing. And, uh, Mum used to have a great big tin bath. They, we used to bath them in that. Mm. And I used to help Mum do that. You had aspirations when you were at school that you wanted to be an air hostess. I did. And then you got dragged out of school. Yes. When I left school, I thought, oh, yes, that's an air hostess for me. Mm. You didn't have to have high IQ. And this is in the late 40s. I can't imagine too many farmers' girls in, you know, remote Victoria would even have ever seen a plane. No. Well, I, I had two years at boarding school yeah. in Melbourne. Oh, uh, okay. I went to Wrighton Girls' School uh-huh. in Kew. And uh, we all travelled, you know, miles to go, the end of term and all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. And we did have a bit of experience of flights and okay. so forth, yeah. forth and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And, of course, they were put up to you in the cities all these things you could do. Yeah. But Dad said, no, we need you here. Mm-hmm. So here I was. Do you regret that? Not at all. Yeah. Sometimes I think, you know, they talk, well, 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 my own children, they work. They still all work. Yeah. The girls now are in their 60s and one boy's 60. But they all work mm-hmm. still, and I think, well... I can't really talk about that in in my life because, mm. and of course, when you got married, the farmers' wives didn't work, and I married um, Graham Ryan, and he lived just out of Edenhope on Powers Creek Road, mm-hmm. and we were farmers out there. I find that hard to believe that you didn't work as a farmer's wife. I reckon you would have worked damned hard. You just didn't call it work. Well. When you think back, mm. it was hard work. You know, you'd be, it, it, it was. A city girl would not have a clue. No. 
but girls on the farms. No. And probably still today. No, they wouldn't have a clue. Wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. So I find that I find that interesting that, you know, you think you did it pretty easy, but I reckon you would have worked pretty hard. Well, I think most people's work was a breeze, but I know I worked hard mm. and not heavy work too. And then you'd come in and you might cook for the day. Exactly. Different again. Yeah. Get up to milk the cows. Yes. And at the end of the day, you're milk cooking a meal. Mm. Yes. We had quite a few cows. We milked by hand and uh, we used to sell the cream, separate the milk and sell the cream. Mm-hmm. And that was my, my money. That's what I got out of the week's earnings. Do you remember much about the war? Um. Not, we never sort of got to hear much about it. Mm. Like, I would be going to school at Hazen Catholic South in the war years. Mm-hmm. And then um, just after the war, I went to Melbourne. Yeah. So I probably heard more about the war, what it had been. Yeah. I went there than I did actually as a child. Yeah. No, even really yep. a 12-year-old. Okay. Because I, I imagine there'd be a lot of your family members probably disappeared to go fight in it. Yeah. So I had um, uncles went to the mm. war and dad never went to the war. But uh, Is that because he was considered an essential worker on the farm or um, injuries, health? VD, I think, defence. Okay. No, I, I really consider, you know, kids in the country, we never had much. We never looked for much. Mm. We didn't have the ambitions of being doctors or scientists or, because it was never in our category. But today, kids today when they're in the prep, or grade one and two, they're sort of planning their lives. It's <laughs> <laughs> No, they're just so much more advanced than we were. Do you think your childhood's better than theirs or the other way around? Which would you? Oh, well, it depends how you think. Yeah, that's true. I think we had a wonderful childhood. Mm. There was no TV. Lots of brothers and sisters to play with. Yes. Mm. Like a lot of kids today live for the TV, computers. We didn't have any of that. Yeah. We were lucky to get to listen to the radio. (laughs) We used... We were allowed to watch, to, to listen to Dad and Dave. I've heard of that. Yeah, that was a great thing we'd be in. It was a very famous show in its time, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have a clue what else was on, but um, we used to listen to Dad and Dave. When we went to school, we had to go three and a half miles to school. Yeah. Over just the paddocks, no road. And we had... had Rode bikes for a long time, and then we had a horse and cart. I've got a photo of us. The Clydesdale. Haven't seen one of them in years. No, she was a beautiful old horse. So is that how you used to go to school? Mm. Wow. Yeah. For listeners, I'm I'm looking at a. It's a farm field. There's a picket fence with wire and a grove of trees on the other side, and this Clydesdale (laughs) looking straight at the camera. And two small kids smiling, their knobbly knees, standing yes. next to the horse with a little buggy. Yeah. 
we may not have been quite 11. You look smaller. Yes, mm. but that was what we went to school in. Yeah. And can you tell me, like, you know, we, you were talking about iPads before. Did you have tablets when you were at school? Like little chalk tablets that you used to have? Yeah. yeah that's why I'm saying, did you have tablets when yeah. you went to school? We used to write on the blackboard. Yeah. And on when you opened the desk, you had a blackboard on the inside of the desk. Oh, okay. And we used to do stuff on that. Yeah. And do you remember your lessons? Um, what was school like? I quite liked school. But was it, I mean, it was obviously tiny, and even in this day and age, in a lot of very small country schools, you've got kids from the age of like six to ten in a single room all learning together. Was yeah. that what it was like? Well, we had from uh, grade one to grade eight, all in one room. Imagine trying to teach that. I know. That wouldn't be easy. Must have been a nightmare for the teacher. Because, mm. um, yeah, I, I mean, did you all do the same lesson? Were the, were the six-year-olds expected to do the same level as the the year eight levels? We all had our separate yeah. learnings. Yeah. And, but it must have been hard work mm. for the teacher when you think about it. Mm. I feel for kids back then who had something like ADHD. Imagine being trapped in those four walls, being forced to learn how to spell words. Yes. And all you want to do is run out there in that paddock. Oh, would have been a nightmare for them. It must have been really hard for them. So we were just quiet little country bumpkins. But you liked it. Oh, we loved it. Mm. I think really... Kids today just wouldn't understand how inadequate we were because we just didn't know anything. And, you know, you talk to 10-year-old kids now and like talking to an adult, and I think probably that's, that's not a bad thing, but um, it's quite different now. Mm. All right, so I'll ask my last question to you. What do you think 11-year-old Flo could advise... 91-year-old you. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, I think patience is a big thing. Mm. And you just got to, a lot of it is acceptance. I was always the eldest of the family, and I think the eldest of the family would probably have different answers mm. to the youngest of the family, put it that way. And I think you saying patience yeah. is... Very indicative of that. Yes. You would have had to have a lot of it. Well, <laughs> well you, I did. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times you'd, you'd go out, so, like, to the local show and uh, I'd have to take the little ones to rides on the merry-go-round. And, and you're just a kid yourself. You want to go have fun. I know. <laughs> but um, I don't think I ever thought, I was deprived. Just what happened. Mm. Yeah. So patience. Patience. I still try to be patient. Mm. It's you know, a it's a good skill to have. I um I do like things done yesterday. <laughs> I must admit, my kids will tell you that. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there. I think. So thank you, Flo. For no, joining me. I'll probably be no good at all to you. No, it's fascinating. It's um. It's just what you are, isn't it? Yeah. Can't do much about it.
Thanks for joining me on this episode of Being 11. If you liked what you've heard today, don't forget to like, subscribe, or visit our website at sofromedia.com to see what else we do.